when it comes to I, no i'm not fixed like i'm into like you know what let's catch this one at the restaurant real quick in the bathroom or <laughs> you know what you know we're about to you know see we're at our you know mother's house or your mother you know let's go upstairs real quick to our bedroom close the door you know what i mean like i'm 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 okay with that stuff Hello and welcome back to the show. Uh, today's episode is relationships, both good and bad. And one of the things that I've learned about relationships is not necessarily about the other person, but uh, it's really changed my view on personal responsibility and accountability. And through my, what it seems like, decades or centuries or years of uh, self-assessing and uh, you know, this journey, being secure and confident in myself to admit my faults and things I did wrong has been huge. And here's why. Because when you're able to figure out things that you did wrong, whether it's how you reacted to something or a decision you made, you're able to seek out ways to improve and get better. This will allow you to grow into a better version of, well, of you, of who you are. And the moment you blame others and don't take responsibility for your actions, you lose control. Lose control of the ability to get better, lose control of the things you can control essentially lose control of, of practicing humility and gratitude and ultimately lose control of yourself but you know what at the end of the day we're all control freaks in some way and we're all just freaks and speaking of freaks uh today is a very special episode um i call it the lounge you know we just kind of kick it and we'll see where it goes and i couldn't think of two better people to do it with than uh Remy and David, who are sweet, intelligent, kind, and super funny, and you're going to find out really soon. So without further ado, uh, the Vandaltron Curious World Podcast presents The Lounge with Remy and David. It starts right now. You want a podcast? Great. We have some audio on your website that nobody goes to. You're listening to Vandaltron's Curious World Podcast. Check it out, baby. about is uh toxic relationships mm. let's just get right into it jeez have you had any yeah i think currently <laughs> currently um i'm involved in a toxic relationship um it's i, I don't think it was it, it was it, it was toxic on um uh purpose i think it just developed into something really toxic well, toxic relationships don't start off toxic. They develop into toxic relationships. If it was toxic in the beginning, you wouldn't continue talking to that person. But once they have a hold of you, you know, 
Yeah, I think that's I think that's very true. I think that um, you know, in the beginning, you know, there there are really no signs. Like, how could you even tell? Um, you know, after you get to know the person and you start seeing habits and stuff, um, I think you know, toxic toxicity kind of grows like fungus. But there must be a part of you that likes it. Um, I don't think I like it. I just think that I'm sucked into it and I'm manipulated. It sounds like the worst magic trick I've ever heard of. Yeah, you know, Houdini <laughs> tried a lot. Hmm. You know how he died, right? How did he die? <laughs> Somebody, so he has this trick where he is underwater and he escapes like he unties himself but these kids went backstage to meet him and they punched him in the stomach whoa so maybe that's foreshadowing with your current toxic relationship oh, damn. oh god <laughs> <laughs> someone's gonna punch me in the stomach and i'm gonna die underwater that's terrible well i'm trying to help you yeah i know so i think we've all had relationships that have been unhealthy to some degree yeah right um I, I mean, my first my first serious relationship. <clears throat> I think you know I projected so much onto this person of what I thought I wanted a relationship to be, and pleasing this person and making them feel better was. Getting those accolades was a substitute for working on myself. And that's a lesson, and I'm glad I learned it. So it helped me be better in other relationships after that. How, <laughs> what areas did it cause you to work on? Myself. Like, and what, but what areas, like, did, like, what does that mean, like? The lesson that I learned was I'm not responsible for anybody because I had this, I had this insecurity that, oh my God, I have to do this or I have to do that because I want this person. It's not like I want this person to love me. Not that like, not that overt. I just wanted the, the, uh, approval. See, but, but you know, in my case, I don't really need approval from people. I mean, I'm confident in just being who, who I am. I think the relationship that I'm dealing with that, um, that's, is so toxic is someone that I grew up with. You know what I mean? It's someone that, you know, I know all of their family and I know their uncles, you know, are they crazy too? <laughs> the family is very dysfunctional, you know, and then and oddly enough, their family knows my family. So, you know, it's almost like a, a childhood friend um, or, you know, a childhood brother that I'm kind of going through through this with. And, um, you know, it's just it's just very tough because it's like, you know, where do you draw the line in the sand now? If it's somebody that I had met and developed a relationship with and, you know. But this is somebody I grew up with. You know, it's like a, a brother, you know? You currently describe this person that way? We all have, you know, we, some of us might have siblings that are manipulative, controlling, and toxic. What, what's the benefit that you get? 
you know, you don't really get a benefit. You just get, you just feel suckered. You know. Then why not just cut it, cut it, make a clean break? I've, I've tried, I've tried to make a clean break so many times, man. You know, I've tried to draw that line in the sand and say, okay, no, enough is enough. And then it's, it's always like a sob story, or it's always like calling my employment 50 million times <laughs> rallying up all my co-workers saying david you better do something we're gonna kill you if you don't do something okay so in that situation yeah would you how are you gonna handle that i don't know because you know i think if it was something that if i was just dealing with you know i would just ignore it. but now there's people around me now i have no choice but to do something have you ever tried not not just ignoring it but addressing it with that person like what happens when you Tell them about themselves. Tell them what they're doing to you, how they're making you feel. What happens then? They tend to be very, very understanding, very like self-aware, very apologetic, very kind, now very you, sweet. But so part of toxic relationship, that second word, this is a form of relationship. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So there's got to be a benefit on your end, right? What benefit is there? I'm getting no benefit out of this. I mean, we're then not, why are you in it? We're not fucking when doors are like closed. Are you fucking when doors are open? <laughs> I mean, fucking in general is great, whether the doors are open or closed. But you know, that's just my take on fucking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But what are you saying again? If you ever, what is the ratio of you cheating on somebody versus you being cheated on? <laughs> I, I think I'm the type of guy that will always get cheated on. Oh. I don't think I, I don't you know once I'm in a in a relationship and I feel very very committed and I determine that I love you I'm very all about you and nothing else. Well, maybe that's why you can't get out of this toxic relationship. Yeah, but I'm not dating. Well, it's not dating, but it's still a relationship. Either way, you're very close to this person. You say you're once that happens, you're very committed and you know you do everything you can. Do, do you realize how's the, how this sounds to an outsider? No, how does it you, sound? You sound like you're captive. Really? Like a prisoner. I sound like a prisoner. You sound like you have no free will. I do have free just, will. Then why don't you remove yourself of this situation? I, I, I do remove myself, but this person always has a way of coming back. But you're letting that happen. How? I don't, I don't call. I don't call them. Excuse me. I don't call them. Mm -hmm. I don't text them i don't like nothing they find me so you're excusing this behavior i'm just saying if a person finds you and then we have a lot a lot of mutual people that we know it's kind of hard you ever dated someone and you all all of you've had the same amount of friends like you all know each other my remedy to this would be completely different what is your remedy to this so when I break up with somebody, it's over. Like I never want. That's it. I'm, it if we have mutual friends, you keep them all, and hmm. that's it. We're not talking anymore. What if they're very close friends? It's 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 a compromise I'm willing to take. What's the point? Hmm. Because let's say I'm dating you, and David is your brother. Mm -hmm. Similar situation to my real life, and David and I are friends. It's always going to be lingering to me of like your relationship, your your relationship. So I'm just like, forget it. I, I don't want that burden, not only on me, but on him. So I'm just like, forget it. Well, if it's their brother, that's different. That's, I don't think I could be do that either. But 
it's a close friend that's just you're kind of so I see that you're trying to disassociate yourself from that person but it doesn't mean that you have to completely break off relationships with other people that you care about unless you don't really care about them like it's not a big deal to you then that's fine but if it was someone like you really care about then why do you have to break that relationship off if you're both mature enough to keep it going you say why i say why not because okay. what why why could you be constantly dancing around this issue of like i we 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 have a mutual person i'm going to be thinking what is up with this person i'm going to be thinking that you might be thinking that well, if you're thinking that, that's a whole other issue. That has I just don't want to invite. Person. Why would I invite that? And why would I put him in that situation? Okay. So what is your pet peeve in a relationship then? Uh, inability to listen. That's a good one. When somebody's not listening. We can never be. Mm. <laughs> I'm never listening. <laughs> I'm never listening. I'm always talking and never listening. Um, wow. That has been a, a, a real strain in past relationships, the not listening? No. Um, I, I have I've had some pretty... I've had some good relationships that have ended pretty horribly, but I've learned from all of them, so I don't really have any regrets from, from them. Hmm. I've made a fool out of myself plenty of times in different stages of relationships and courtships, but I'm fine with that too. Wow. So growth. You, <laughs> That's growth. So you just accepted where, you know, you just accepted who you are as a person. I will say that I'm pretty constant when it's over. It's... It's, I'm pretty intense with the it being I don't over. know, but uh, you know, I just feel like you love a person, you spend so much time with them, you hang out with them, you go places with them, you do all these things with them, and then for you just to say, you know what, it's over, go screw yourself, um, I have a hard time with that. You know, you, it, it, you don't think it takes a while to kind of get over a person after spending so much time with them? Okay, well, those are two different things. Getting over somebody... Is, and actually doing something to help remedy the situation or self-preservation, those are two different things. Yeah, it may take time. It's all different. But you can do things for self-care just to make sure that you're not in that situation. To me, when you said if you love somebody, why not let it why, – why would you stomp it out or whatever it is that you said? I wasn't listening either. <laughs> Pet peeve. I would I – would, flip that coin around and say why 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 pretend pretend about what if it's over why pretend pretend what are you pretending if you know the relationship is done mm -hmm. why would you why would you have like why yeah, would you have this charade well but the thing is the romantic relationship could be done you can let's say you were in love with someone it didn't work out you can still have love some love for someone without being in a romantic relationship for example i mean i know people don't like for me i couldn't be like friends with an ex like hang out every day do whatever talk every day i could never do that because i just i don't have an interest in doing that 
But you can still have love for someone where, like, let's say they reach out to you and they need something or, I don't know, they need to talk. Something something happens in their life, they reach out to you or you reach out to them, whatever it may be. You still have love for that person where that should be something that you could be able to do in a healthy way. What would you do? What do you mean? Okay, I, I hear you. Like, mm-hmm. you still like this person or whatever. Are you going to shoot pool with them or go bowling? No, no. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I could never be, like, friends. Like, let's go hang out or let's do this. I Personally, I wouldn't do that. But you're saying completely cut off, never talk to me again. You're, you didn't exist. That's what you're saying. But, then that but also- how's that different from what you just described? Because I'm saying you can still... I, I've still had people reach out to me, right? And I'm, I don't just ignore or, you know, whatever. I'll... I'll talk to you because I have love for you. I'm not in love with you anymore, but I have love for you and I have respect for you and I'll still be there if you need me, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. So if it was you, would you not, let's say an ex reached out to you, would you not respond at all? Depends on the ex. But but also, I, I don't really think about that. But you're contradicting yourself. If depending on the ex, you'll talk to them. I thought you said, no matter what, I'm cutting you off. That's it. Uh, yeah. Well, there's the cutoff, right? So, I mean, some are more intense, more severe lacerations than others. More severe laceration? You're talking about cutting. <laughs> okay. I mean, you make you make love sound really great. You know, like, gee. The Does whole it depend point, on how it ends? The whole point. Yeah. The okay. whole point is it's not love anymore. I'm just saying that it... it then I, I'm, I'm questioned about how much you was really invested in it for you to cut it off so quickly. Why is it on me? Because you're feeling this. You're, you're, when you're, we first met, uh, we, were, we, were, we were bystanders, and now we're friends. Okay. So that grew, right? But that can go in the other direction, too. If you try to kill me, I don't think we'd be friends. Why? <laughs> I would. What if I, I try to kill you in a loving way? It would hurt my feelings if you tried to choke me until I died. So that changes things because we're going to be hanging out. We're going to get milkshakes. And I'm always going to think that you are going to poison me. I think what it really is, is it is a uh, self-protective mechanism that you have. That you're saying, you know what? You don't want to be in love with me. Screw you. Go live your fucking life and leave me alone. I never said anything about hatred or spite. It's just, I think I'm being realistic. I don't, okay, to Remini's point, she said, I have love for you. I'm not in love with you, but we're not going to play checkers. We're not going to watch Family Feud. So what's the point? What are we doing? Like, what is this, this new era of, I'm just going to like everything that you post? No, 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 no. I'm not saying that this is a thing that would happen every day, or it could be maybe like, once a year, twice a year, maybe something happened and someone needs to reach out to you because whatever it may be. I would be open to having a conversation about it. I'm not going to go, like you said, play pool with you and you can, we can discuss everything. But I'll be there if, that, if you need me. Why? Because you still have love for this person. I can't... So for me, I cannot just completely cut someone off and never talk to them again. I mean, I can. I've, had, I've done this with exes, never talk to them again. But that doesn't mean that if 
they needed to talk to me, I would say, no, 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 no. Excuse me, you stay over there. No, I'd say, okay, like why? Like, explain yourself. What would be the point of that? The whole point is you had love for someone and it's mean. To just, I'm not, it's mean, it's just, All I don't right. know how to explain it. So let's say you're in a relationship and somebody from your past reaches out to you, or you're even, just say you even think about that other person, right? How, however, how, uh, how Freddie is doing. Well, that, all those moments of you considering that other person, don't you think that's disrespectful to the person you're currently with, or even disrespectful to yourself? I think it depends. So let's say the person you're with has a, has a specific issue with that. I think that's something that has to be discussed between you and your partner. Um, like in my current relationship, I don't think it would be an issue because we're, he's a very secure person. I'm a very secure person. If an ex is reaching out to any of us, either of us, um, it would be for a reason. And we know that because it has happened in several situations and we let each other know, right? It's not like we would ever be dishonest and we'll deal with it in a healthy way. We're not gonna, it's not like you're gonna sneak around and talk to your ex about whatever, whatever. That's not right. But you should, it should be something you discuss with whoever you're with. Because that not, might not be the case for everybody. I'm just saying that's the case for some people. Do you consider yourself a jealous person? No. So you don't mind if the person you're with is have a, has a wandering eye or discusses well, previous girlfriends or a wandering eye is different. What do you mean? We're talking what you're saying. What I'm talking about, I think, is different. Would I be jealous if the person I'm with has a wandering eye and is just talking to all these girls? Yes. I'm not jealous. I would be upset. But if it's like an ex that reached out jealous? because, huh? Why not jealous? Because I'm just, I don't, I'm not jealous because I feel like for me, jealous is I want to be in your situation or I want to be you or like I'm craving something that you're doing. And I feel like that's not how I feel. If something like that would happen, it would be that I'm upset that it's happening. Not because I'm jealous of you because I want, I want that situation. No, I'm perfectly fine being me. I'm not jealous of you, but I could be upset of whatever's going on. So the wandering eye isn't an issue for you? No. The flirt isn't an issue for you? Well, it doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> if it happened, I would be highly upset. Not even, yes. not even um, but we're harmless, not talking harmless flirting. No, that would still be an issue with me. I don't know what harmless flirting is. but Do, do you feel that you're a flirtatious person at times? No. Wow. Mm. Do you think you're the perfect girlfriend? No, I don't think anybody's the perfect girlfriend, the perfect boyfriend. I don't think that exists. If it did, so, we probably wouldn't. So have is this there? So is there a such thing as love at first sight? No. <laughs> There's lust at first sight. That is a thing. So you don't. Love, why why no. did you laugh at that? You think so? I think there is love at really? first sight. Yeah. What, what would that be based on? Just chemistry? I yeah. I think Magic? That, I think so. I think I think you could. Um, see a person and possibly say, you know what, that's going to be my future right there. Wait, you mean see a person as in, you haven't even talked to this person yet, but you, you're like, you know what, this is the one? Yeah. How? That has nothing to do with that person and has everything to do with you. Exactly. 
And if you're fine with that, then yeah, I guess that could be love at but first then, sight. But then what happens if that love evolves and we do grow and we get married and we have kids? and or... That's fine. Then that becomes something else, right? But would you just describe of lightning bolts hitting you because you see some bulge, bulges in certain places? <laughs> That's not... That is that is your projection of what you want onto this person or pants or whatever. Yeah, so I think that there is love at first sight, and I don't care what you think. What is what kind of love is that though? Because I feel like that's lust. Yeah, at that's first a good sight. point. Like, what would be a checklist? What? Like humping, <laughs> like the ability to hump this person. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because <laughs> you're only looking physically. So you're, you're, but maybe if, you can but, love someone. But what if, but what if, let's say you're at a coffee shop, right? And you, uh-huh. let's say you're at a coffee shop and you're, you're looking at a, at how this person is interacting maybe, uh, with the cashier. Okay. And you're like, wow, <laughs> you know, I love their voice. Like, I love I their voice. <laughs> he gave exact change. <laughs> so you're not talking about total love. You're talking about just like love of a of something like so it could be i love how they look physically or i love their voice you're not talking about like i love them whole as a person i think you can love a person see let me the danger in that is you're not accepting them at all all you're doing is imagining them so what happens when you start to get to know them then you have a checklist of like i hope this person does this hope the person is into the same things i'm into and then there, then you. Start you don't to think reveal... people do that with celebrities, celebrity crushes? I don't think they're in love with them. They could, but that's not necessarily healthy. <coughs> yes, I, I think people do that. Thank you. But that e- you. equally unhealthy. Yeah. Okay. So basically, there is no love at first sight. There's less at first sight. There's definitely less at first sight. I don't believe in love at first sight, but. So if ha- you, if that's what you believe, and that's then that's you. Okay. Do you do you think the other person has to fall in love with you to make it love, or is love one way? No, I think it needs to be mutual. So you think the other person is looking at you too and thinking, you know, I really love his voice. I'm also <laughs> love, and then you guys will talk, and then it'll be a happy ending. You know what? I I am a hopeless romantic. Romantic. You know what I mean? I, I look at what would be a movie. I look at movies. And- yeah. What would be a movie that people could say that people that you could direct people to and say, "This is my image of love." The Wedding Planner. <laughs> Which one's that? Is that J Lo? J Lo. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I mean, I, I probably got the Notebook. Yeah. But Schindler's List. <laughs> Cinderella. Signs of the Lambs. <laughs> yeah, okay. Cape Fear. Here we go. Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what can I say? What is it about a person that would create that those lightning bolts for you? I don't I I just think if a person can be able to handle my my speed because i tend to go on a hundred sometimes and if you're able to be like hey get it together what are you doing all right calm down what are you doing stop if you're able to like get me to wreath like okay wait a minute what's going on you you checking me right now i think um you know i don't know the way how you interact with me or you just seem genuinely interested in in me as a person i think i'm like oh, okay maybe there is something to this 
So your attraction is if somebody's interested in you? Do you want to hear something? So I was in the elevator. <laughs> I was in the elevator about maybe two, three weeks ago. And I was in the elevator and I was like, oh my gosh, it was, I'm in my building. It was so hot outside. And I was like, yeah, I'm talking to Dana actually on the phone. And I'm like, it's so hot outside to the guy in the elevator. And he goes, yeah, that, that heat out there is disgusting. And I say disgusting a lot. Everything is disgusting, right? Every, like, disgusting and amazing. Yeah, disgusting mm -hmm. and amazing. So I just started laughing, like, with a, like, ha, 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 you know, like, please take me now. I'm <laughs> hopeless. Ha, mm -hmm. ha, ha. I have nobody in my life to talk to. I'm single. Please help. And so I laughed with a big laugh. And um, he was like, that's disgusting. And then he kind of like, he settled down. like, And then he kind of looked over and kind of like grinned. I'm like, oh my gosh, what's happening in this elevator right now? And then, it's love <laughs> at first sight. Yeah, love at first sight. <laughs> and, then, and, then, um, and then he was like, I was like, that really made me laugh because I say that all the time. And he was like, I'm glad I was able to make you laugh. And then he slowly walked off the elevator. Why didn't you get his number? Did he shit himself? I shit myself. Why didn't you get his number? I don't know. I think there was something there. Well, now we'll never know. Well, I'll see him again. <laughs> Based on what? Oh, because he rode the elevator? Is that your first time seeing him? Um, I've seen him before, but I'm, I don't, I mean, I'm not like, a, um, like, you know, come here. You know what I mean? Like that kind of like. Like, I don't know, everything I see I want and I got to have, I'm, I don't pay attention to things. So does someone have to talk to you first? Yeah, but then I get socially awkward because I don't feel like I'm in control. I'm, I'm very socially awkward. So if you like somebody, what do you, how do you behave? <laughs> I'm very like bubbly giggly i can't stand still i'm i'm trying to avoid you hmm. i need to, i'm i'm better if i'm in control but if i'm not in control of the situation then i need to like get away from you but you just said you want somebody to take control because i need someone you, to take you, control you're in like warp speed but then you'll be running away like what yeah that's why i need you to be like come here <laughs> so i can stop but how can you away. be in control if somebody know. is taking control vandal i don't know hmm. i don't know <laughs> i just know that if someone's trying to hit on me i just don't know sometimes what do you th how do you th what do you think are the cause of relationships that don't end well like they fizzle out or it depends how they end i'll rephrase that what do you think are some some uh the the common traits of not keeping that spark up that david just described of like oh my god it's disgusting oh there's a bulge in your pants let's do it <laughs> and then from there well, I'm not returning your text messages. I don't see how you interpret that elevator ride as bulges <laughs> in pants. But you know what? To each his own, right? You didn't see any bulges? Honestly, I wasn't looking at the bulge. I was. You don't check out the bulge? I mean, I checked the bulge, but I, I also am looking at, like, I'm trying to read your body language to see if right, you're interested. That's the bulge. No, the, the, bulge is, the bulge has a mind of its own, you know? Not your bulge. 
The bulge. I don't. I. Bulges are deceiving. Well, what do you mean? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but, but listen. <laughs> but let's let's keep moving forward, right? So, um, what was your question? What Why do you think certain relationships have that that high octane of like? As you as you said, love at first sight or whatever I, it may I, be, I, and then they go. Beep, 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 beep. I think because we're in relationships, people don't find a way to reinvent them, reinvent it. You know, like it evolves through time. Like no one's going to be, you know, totally like, I don't know, like totally googly eyed forever. Like you're going to be googly eyed, but then you still, I don't know, like something what a remedy described. You know, like over time you build trust. Over time, you build um, communication. You know, over time, you you build on um, having a sense of responsibilities toward one another. You know, you you have to find ways to grow in your relationship. And anytime you feel stagnant, I think that's when it all goes to pieces. So, in a relationship, if there's stagnation, there's a lack of excitement. Yeah. Then it's time to get out. Time to get out. Don't you want to be able to grow with your partner to say, you know what? We're moving towards financial goals. We're moving toward um, family goals. You know, we, we have things that we're, we're moving towards and we're trying to build upon. You still want to be you, like, like in do, this. You, do you think when stagnation hits, it's time to check out? I think if stagnation hits, you shouldn't check out immediately. You should try and work out and see what exactly is happening. How can we improve this? Can we improve this? If we can't, then I guess it's time to leave. But if it's something that you can fix, then you should try to fix it. If your relationship is that important to you. So obviously you disagree with that, right? You don't believe in like any kind of therapeutic moves. Like if it's, if the chemistry is gone, then you're like calling an Uber. No, I, I believe in therapeutic moves. I think you don't believe in therapeutic you moves. You just said when the, it's stagnant, I it's you, time, to, it's, time yeah. to do your own checking account. It, it's, time, <laughs> it's time to go, but, you know, you, you want to try to see if, there, if, there's a, if you can start it up again to see if there's still some light in the ignition. But in, in, your, in your situation, you would be like, not, not like current, but like in your Things that you've said you've done in the past, you've been like, "I'm out, bye, see you later." Next. Well, we don't know if that was. That, is that true? Did you? No. Have, would you try to work through it before you were like, "Don't yeah, ever but, talk uh, to me again"? Yeah, when it when it's like when when you know I'm doing the thumb motion across the neck, that means it is done. See? It's over. See? But it's over. I'm. But all I'm saying is, I think where you guys. It's raining outside. What you guys disagree with is when we mutually, everybody has said it's over, right? The priest has given like last rites, it's over. You know, the blind men are singing, the fat lady's singing, it's done. I'm not going through my phone or thinking about this person when I get like a Facebook reminder or whatever. It's that's it. Like I, I respectfully want to move on for that person. That not really though. It's really more for me and the people who are currently in my life. Like it's, I don't. My, I guess my brain just isn't curious about that person. So he's saying after you try to work things out, or after everything, when everything is completely done, that's when he stops. He's not saying that he wouldn't try to work something out 
Right. Right. But I think, I think if I were in, a, like, if I was dating now, I think my the ceiling would be pretty low for me. I think. Wow. That's I fair. don't think I would be like shucking and jiving for like sympathy and like please respect me. I'm like, I don't care. I'll just. I'm a heathen, so do whatever you want. Wow. Wow. You only live once. <laughs> <laughs> What's the motto? Yeah. So I, I, you know, I, I don't know. Look, all I know is that I think my finding love will probably be in a coffee shop. Like, what's that movie with Tom Hanks? You got mail. Yes. <laughs> that was a great movie. I think I'll just like go into the coffee shop and. Um, drop a book someone will pick it up and be like oh hey hey you want it to be a movie <laughs> what about twilight or 50 shades of gray oh i'm not into bondage <laughs> i'm not are you into bondage i'm not <laughs> but it's okay if anybody is what what does that mean it means he respects if someone is but he have people you can not. do whatever have they you, want have you ever been bound in sex not not that intensely like in the i would imagine what the book is about really you you've allowed yourself to be tied up in sex uh playfully not not aggressively wow why is this startling yeah I think why most, is that such a i think a lot wow. of people have oh no yeah. i'm not into that you first of all i don't there's no there's no um this guy okay there's no like um words like safe words like meow meow ruff, ruff. no you're not bounding me up <laughs> i'm sorry i don't think what, what does that have to do with there? you're not you're not bounding me up i'm gonna be free i'm gonna go all beast mode and then when it's over i'm going to sleep well that sounds like that sounds great for you but I'm assuming you're going to be having sex with somebody else. So they may have so their own kind of desires and wants. They're not bounding me up. Binding what me if they up, want you to bound me. them up? Will you do it? I'm not. Uh, I mean, I'm kinky, but I'm not there. <laughs> Would you wear a mask? No. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> like a, you wouldn't wear like a Nixon mask? No. I, I, <laughs> you know, yesterday was, I think... Um, uh, I don't know how many years that he resigned. Oh, it, it was his anniversary of um, he re of him resigning. But I would not wear a Nixon mask mask mm. while having sex. I thought you was going to pull the Obama mask, or it could that that would be an option. That's disgusting. No, okay, yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say I would do it if it was the Obama. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But I, I, I don't I don't want to be bound up like that, no. But I feel like that's a that's a non negotiable for you. Being bound up? Hmm? How is that a non negotiable? No, no, I'm I'm I said it seems like it from your response. Oh. Yeah, I mean I I hmm, I think sex should be fun and playful. I don't think it should be like restrictive like that. I mean that's like saying hot oil being um dripped on your back. What? Like like olive oil? No, wax. Oh. Candle wax. That's well, that just sounds dangerous. <laughs> not, 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 a, not on your checklist? No. What about food? What do you mean food? Like eating, eating? Or <laughs> what if somebody wanted to introduce food in the... This conversation took a weird turn. Like, like how though? Like how? Like, 
like yogurts and like just like on my body yeah beans ew that's gross that's so gross <laughs> you, you knew it was gross when you said it <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but he said it anyways like the rice the beans and then pour the oh, gravy stop on it. it i don't like this <laughs> that's disgusting <laughs> so it seems like you have a very very almost fixed mindset when it comes to I'm, no i'm not fixed like i'm into like you know what let's catch this one at the restaurant real quick in the bathroom <laughs> or <laughs> you know what you know we're about to you know see we're at our you know mother's house or your mother you know let's go upstairs real quick to our bedroom close the door you know what i mean like i'm i'm, I'm okay with that stuff i'm just not okay with being bound up so you, what a public you're okay with the public being in public like a movie theater? I have done public before and I regret it, but but but, but yeah. Why'd you re- why'd you regret it? I just think people don't wanna you know, that's just something you shouldn't do in public. Did the other person regret it? No, I mean we had we you know we had fun. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know what that's here nor there. Right. I mean, and the important thing is to have fun. Yeah, we we had fun. Yeah. How important is courtship? I, I don't know. It's different today. I know. It's that's different. that's why I'm asking. It's, it's different. So today. I think kids nowadays they just throw up a dick pic, right? Yeah, that's it. Um, they write. They throw up a dick pic to like a group and write holla. And whoever replies, then oh they just come over and they start fucking. Yeah. Did you hear about that news? Art, uh, it was on the news yesterday that a woman was sending random, like she was on her back and her titties was like towards her chest, you know, like the suffocating titty look like that's towards your chest. Anyway. And so she was sending it out to like random, like this scam company was sending it out to all these people, all these guys trying to get their uh, credit card information. Like, you know... Wait, what? What? Yeah, so if I, if they're sending out these pictures... Yes. And saying, hey, if you want to spend some time with me, I'm just looking for a hookup. Oh, uh-huh. so it's like those spam emails. Yeah, but oh. only it was on your phone. Huh. That's strange. Yeah. Oh, I have a question. I know this is kind of sideways, but we're talking... You mentioned cleavage. <laughs> is it acceptable to look at woman's, a woman's cleavage if she's like putting it out there like that in her in her wardrobe no then why jesus okay so it's not acceptable to look at it so what would be the point of her dressing like that because she herself wants to dress like that a woman can dress however she wants to dress without getting that kind of attention she doesn't dress that way so that i mean okay i don't know maybe she does but some women don't dress that way just to get the attention maybe they just like how it looks on them so do you think that women are generally oblivious when they dress like that no i think some are looking for the attention but i don't think you can generalize that to all women but you think it's rude if so if a woman shows off a lot of cleavage mm-hmm. and a man is like following like a slow bird and cranks his neck and just sees that I think it depends on the woman. Like for me, I would yes, I would be very upset. Hmm. But I don't know. Like it depends. I don't. Some I don't, people like that attention. So. I don't think that we live in a society where 
women are can't i mean yes they can dress any way they want to dress and whatnot but because of this of the society that we live in and there's a lot of sick people out there i think women also have to be conscious to some degree of how they dress and the attention that will be sought after them based off of what they based off of how they dress so women should regulate how they dress i think so everything That's... regulation no i mean i'm not i'm 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 saying like yes they should feel comfortable they should feel sexy and all this type of stuff but there are a lot of sick people out there you know right what I but mean? what what does that have to do with her because she could be attracting sick people to her okay but that the, what i'm saying is that shouldn't be the case just you should be able to dress however you want to dress without having to think oh i can't wear my favorite dress because there's some people sick people out there and they're going to stare at me and even though this is your favorite dress you really want to wear this dress no you can't tell a woman what to wear but you can change your behavior towards a woman so it's okay for her to wear her favorite dress with cleavage and ass out if that's what she wants to do right sure so she has that right to do that but what i'm all i'm inquiring is is it so you're saying it is socially unacceptable for a guy just to even like take it in i'm saying that there are certain women that do want the attention and do want no, that no 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 because we're not mind readers but we don't know what they, mm -hmm. their intent i'm just saying as a society like obviously as a society we all can agree that no she can't be touched I'm just saying, can she? Can a guy drink her with his eyeballs? No, but that's still... Whether it's being touched or being looked at in a way that makes you feel unsafe, that's still wrong. But but I don't know her. I don't know if she's going to feel unsafe. I just meant so the So you act. should just go on living your life thinking every woman will feel safe if I do this. So if a woman walks in with ass out, cleavage, as, as a guy, should I just... Should I just run or like dive under a desk? No, but I mean, you you don't have to leave the room or whatever, but be respectful. But don't is, assume but that, that someone being who respectful is dressed... subjective. Okay, because no. clearly David and I have different forms of being respectful. I think you have actually. To... I'm being. So what is the optimal response from a, 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 a guy? Let's say it's summer, it's hot, right? Mm -hmm. And a woman is dressed a certain way. And again, to your, to your point, she should be able to dress however she wants to. She should be comfortable. What should, the, what should a guy, how should a guy react? Um, I think don't do anything. Don't. So it depends. Like, is this in guy, 2019? Is this guy someone? The priest. Is this guy someone that the woman knows, or is it just like no, a stranger? We're just talking about people like in the public. So just keep walking. What? Keep walking. Keep walking past. Just her. ignore it. Just ignore it. Yeah, I mean that's. The Don't pay attention. Too. Just ignore it. If you feel the need that you to talk to her or something, okay, go and talk to her, but talk to her face, right? Look at her face. We're not talking about talking. She just walks in and some of her body parts are hanging out. And you look. Okay. You Okay, so you were saying that you look and that, like, what did you, you described it? Looking. Drink her in with her drink, your yeah, eyeballs. Don't drink her in with your eyeballs. If that you happen to look, okay. Minutes. But don't drink her in with your eyeballs. But, but she, 
has to be aware. You can glance and look away. You don't have to drink <laughs> okay, her so that, in with your eyeballs. So that's acceptable, right? Glance and I mean, look away. You, I don't, I don't How think long it's, can I glance for? It's unavoidable. So that's what I, that's the point I'm making. Okay, it's right? unavoidable. Like if we're in a room, I see you guys. Like there's no way I can avoid that. But there's a certain degree of drinking someone in with your eyeballs. Like there's a certain point if where you, it's like you need to. If not you do were that. on the subway and you had a Picasso painting, I'm gonna look at the Picasso painting, right? Does that make me a, a lecherous like? Like ugh, like a vile well, creature. You're not making the Picasso painting feel unsafe. Exactly. I don't want to make the person feel unsafe, but you have a Picasso. Okay. You look at the Picasso. Are you drinking it in with your eyes? Probably because it's a painting and it's beautiful. Yeah. But not the woman because you know. You know the difference between looking at a painting and looking at a woman. You know that you're not going to make the painting feel unsafe, but you may make the woman feel unsafe. And if you don't know that, then... You should. Small sips? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Let's go with that. Let's go with small sips. Don't. don't or I, I, have another, I have another question. So what if there's a guy that has a constant bulge? <laughs> Where did this, like, okay. What if there's this guy that has a constant bulge and he wants, and he bulges because that's just what he does. And you look at him. Do you feel that it's disgusting? Yes. But what if I'm just bulging because that's what I do? So is this someone that you see all the time? Yeah. Okay, if this is someone that you see all the time and you, I mean, obviously you noticed it once, I'm not looking again. So, not, so you're gonna you're gonna have you're gonna make it like you have a broken neck and you're just gonna no, look upwards. You, you don't automatically go to down here. That's not a thing. I'm gonna if I happen to see it once and I know it's a thing, I'm not gonna. I'm just not gonna look. But now you I'll have look to, at your eyes. You, you know, have to purposely not look. People usually look at your eyes or what they should. But what if one day you're at your desk? <laughs> All right, you guys are really dragging this. <laughs> Don't keep going with these what, what if, You know, what if? what if you're at your desk and they walk over to you and they're like, eye level. Then what? You go straight towards you their put eyes. On safety like, goggles. <laughs> oh, I have a question for you, David. Okay. You know how like when women come home, they want to relax and they just remove their bra? Oh, I call them titty holders. What would be the equivalent of it for guys? Do we come home and just like remove our underwear? No, I don't go home and remove my jock straps. You know, like... No. Right. We don't have an equal, right? No. So why do women do that? I think I'm, I'm not a remedy. Is it really that uncomfortable? I don't wear bras. I don't know. Sometimes. Hmm. It's just like, oh, the day's over. Exactly. Why, don't, why, why can't we do that? You can do that. Go ahead. You take, do you go home and like take off your shirt? I mean, when I go home, the first thing I do is jump in the shower. For me, I just take off my shoes right away. That's not the very first thing you do. Well, no. Okay, so I I go, I check the mail, I drop the keys off at the table, kick my shoes off, and then I take a shower. See, kicking your shoes off, I feel like, is also, it's like an equivalent to that. It's the same thing. Same kind of concept. Because I do that. I take my shoes off right away. Yeah, it's very, like, relieving. Mm -hmm. And then you take a shower? Yes. What's the temperature? It's um, it gets hot and steamy. Why is it the first thing you do? 
I don't know. It's just it's just habit. I take two showers a day. Oh, me too. Yeah, morning and when I get home from work. Could you, this is for both of you, could you date with somebody that their hygiene was not no was That's not up to your I didn't hear you <clears throat> could you date somebody whose hygiene was not in your league no so you said you shower twice a day yeah what if this person showered like maybe once every other day no no. Yeah, no. Nope. What would be some deal breaker, physical deal breakers? What do you mean? Like for me, I'm not a fan of like when I see women with like tree trunk legs that are very burly. Oh, it's not I'm attractive. Not, I'm not going to talk negatively on people. But these are these are just personal proclivities. Like oh. You you like the lack of bulge, right? I never said I like the lack of bulge. I definitely like the bulge. But I, I think that I think a, a deal breaker for me is someone that didn't take a shower or someone that didn't take initiative to clean. Yeah. You know, cleaning is very important for me. Um, I think, um, you know, just just little <coughs> household etiquette type stuff. And, you know, like if I'm going to the barbershop like twice a week, not twice a week, twice, you know, every two weeks, and you're not really taking care of your appearance or anything like that, I have an issue. I have one. It would be, I don't, I, w- I don't think I would date someone shorter than me. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Someone tried to hook me up with someone really short the other day. Then that's not. Short and stout. It's not your friend. Short and stout. Not of, your friend. Why is that? Why is it that women are I not. I don't. I've been asked this question several times, and I don't really know. I just I th- here's my I don't want to be like I don't know. I think it's a hunter gatherer thing. Like you want on on some primitive level, you want a protector. I'm not saying like overtly like this guy's mm-hmm. gonna prote- like I'm gonna sick him no. on like and kick everybody's ass. Yeah, but you don't want like if if like shit goes down, you don't want to have to like, honey, I got this. Right, there's got to be some level of like you need to change the water cooler. You know he can do that. That's I think, yeah, I think you're. you're and if he's short and stout, he's not doing anything for you. That's mean. That's so mean towards short people. There are short people that are stronger. Would you date someone shorter than you? No. Okay. But I don't think that we should stereo. You know. You just said no, so that that's fine. Four, three, and three hundred pounds. I just. I don't think even, like, I've dated people Ugh. that were the same height as me, and I didn't even like that. I did it because, like, okay, but no. Wow. It's the order of species. So that they're, 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 the, the taller men are going to be the leaders of the pack, to some degree alphas, and the short, slimy, stouty people are... But, but I know short, short men that are very, very, very alpha. In fact, I find that shorter men tend to be more alpha-like than taller people. I, ha- I don't think that's true. And the, because it's, yeah, it, because that, it's... Are you sure it's not Napoleon complex? Yes, it's just the Napoleon complex that they carry, where it's like... Maybe they try to be, but I don't think they actually are. I, I know some short people that are very much so in control. Okay. 
And then not, they, I'm not saying that they're not in control. You, you said that they're like more so than someone who's taller. In some cases, yes. Well, yeah. Okay. So let's bring it on home. We're about running out of time here. And let's bring it back to any final thoughts about what you've learned about love? Hmm. What I've learned about love. That's a good one. I just learned that I don't want to be bound up in sex. (laughs) (laughs) What about eating? I don't want people eating chicken and rice and beans on my body while I'm trying to have sex. Oh, you're talking about what I've learned during this podcast? So (laughs) I know know you haven't learned anything from this podcast. (laughs) So that's what I've learned. I've learned learned a lot about you guys. That's that's what I've learned. Yeah, that's what I learned about love that, you know, eating on me is, you know. But what have you learned throughout your life about love, I think? Five course meal is just not going to work. What if you do dessert first? Yeah. You know, whip. Um, whipped cream. What about whipped cream? So what have you learned about love throughout <laughs> your life? I learned that um, there is no perfect way to love and that love takes on its own shape and uh, own sphere according to the individual. That's true. Love, it, love is a spear? <laughs> yeah, it pierces like a- your heart. Oh, oh, no. Well, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's interesting. You know, when you try to say educated things and it you know, doesn't happen properly. I, I have a, a, a New York City school education, so bear with me. Hmm. I think I've learned. You're right. Love is different for everybody. And love is a process. It's not something that you can rush unless you believe in love and first sight. Go ahead. Um, but it's something that grows over time and you have to be with the right person. I feel like when it's the right person for you, it'll be easier. Is that something to strive for? Something easy? No, I don't. Okay. I don't want to say, I guess easier is the wrong word. I mean... It should be something that you want to do. If it's some, if it's the wrong person, you're probably not going to want to put in the work to do that, to be in a relationship. But if it's someone that you truly want to be with, you'll put in the work. You'll do what you have to do, and it'll be beautiful. I, my analogy is like whenever you're flying, they have that uh, that training video of in case of emergency, the oxygen mask comes down. You're supposed to put it on yourself first even before you put it on even a child next to you. I think you need to take care of yourself. I need to, there's certain questions that you need to ask yourself. Who am I? What is it that I want out of this, pursuing this person? And am I projecting things onto this person? Am I looking for this person for answers? Because when, if you can build yourself up, and be a better person. I think that is going to be the most attractive thing to other people. Nobody wants to be put on a pedestal, at least for for a long time. That that's the road to ruin. I think if you, I know it's, maybe it's a cliche, but if you love yourself, then more doors will open up, and you'll be more attractive to other people, and you'll be able to listen to other people and take other people in. I agree, absolutely. 
I don't think you can know how to love someone else if you don't love yourself. Words of a wise man. And woman. I'm a woman. And woman. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So take off your bras, everybody, and jump in the shower. Um, Aremni, thanks for doing this. Thank you. David, thanks for doing this. Thank you for having me again. So, uh, sweet listeners, as I always say, you're part of this conversation, too. You're just on the quiet side. Bodhisattva, go out and do good in the world. Thanks for listening. Bye. Said, baby, what's the big deal? Feel what you want to feel. Say what you want to say. You're going to die one day. For example, I could kiss you just because I want to. What's the difference if you turn away? One day Why do you waste your time Thinking about your reputation Trying to meet an expectation Wondering what they're gonna say When everyone you ever know Said it for a headstone I don't wanna give the end away But we're gonna die one day Your body is an animal Doesn't have for much a little music and a soft touch why don't you let it out to play your heart is in a birdcage singing in your chest you want to shut it up or give it a rest you're gonna die one day why do we waste our time thinking about an obligation running through a confrontation wondering what we ought to say We'll dance into the ground